With Windows 95, you can unlock the potential in personal computing. What you do now will be easier and faster. What you want to do and more is now possible. And whatever you do will be more fun. I'm here with my friends. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. Hey, it's uh, Max. (laughs) (laughs) You sure about that? (laughs) Yeah. Good morning, everyone. (laughs) Were you going to introduce yourself as Melissa's husband? I was was trying to think of a cool intro that... uh, yeah, you don't have a catchphrase. <laughs> no, I don't. But <laughs> well, we'll, well, think maybe on next it. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe something will come to us during the episode. That's true. That would be cool. Okay, uh, this is episode one thirteen, and we're talking the year nineteen ninety five. Yes, right in the middle of the <laughs> decade. <laughs> Finally, yeah, exactly in the middle. <laughs> uh, what a what a year. Yep. Um, you you last episode predicted that you you felt like maybe this would could rival 1994, yeah. which is I think to a lot of people a controversial uh, a thought. But certainly going through this year, I think I filled in like I I had fewer blank spots in this year than anyone so far. Okay, it's formidable. I I, I, I was impressed by it. Were you impressed by 1995? I was. I did not know 94 was is that known as the best. Year of the nineties. Um, there's just like a lot of great movies and yeah. albums that year. Okay, it's a it's a pretty good one and video game. Yeah, it's a pretty good year. Okay, um, you're not quite to the middle, so it still feels like the nineties aren't going to end. Yeah, you feel like you're right on the like cusp of things being great. A lot of like very big nineties things happened yeah. in ninety four, but um, ninety five we shouldn't sniff at it. No, no, <laughs> great year. Well, no, yeah, what I was going to ask is, do you guys think of the 2000s, like, uh, as you move through, like, 2000 to 2010, and then moving into the teens, and then 11, 12, 13, do you find that the same type of, uh... Like, uh, as an as an era? Yeah. Or as, like, a decade? Right. Um, do you think much of 2000... I think there's been a lot of great stuff in all of that time. It maybe doesn't feel quite as... Well, I, th- I mean, speaking for myself at least, of it feels that uh, <laughs> like uh, there was just something about growing up during that time um, that was very special. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, so as I was older in later decades, I just didn't quite have that same feeling. You yeah, know? I mean, it has to be a somewhat of a bias that you just you grew up during that time yeah, yeah. so i think like someone from 2000 to 2010 could have that feeling same type okay do you do you think so or no no <laughs> i okay cuz yeah as i moved through 2000s i don't really uh, remember it being very not special but i remember i think we were all supposed to die in 2011 from the mayan mm, calendar is one that one of those 2012 12 maybe yeah. yeah yeah so that it was, was like december bit... yeah 21st i was yeah maybe yeah, because I was supposed to have my birthday, and then I was going to pass Die. away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it turned out okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but, yeah, I guess that was the, the thing I was looking towards. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, no. Nope. It stays. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, 95. How about 95? I mean, I think I think 2007 <laughs> is a very good year uh, for pop culture. 
Um, I think there can be years. I think it's harder to like have perspective on it as you get older because you just like are not paying as much attention to those type of things. Right. But I think those years exist. They pop up the, oh, like where there's yeah. just pop like for whatever reason there's a lot of substantial culture that year. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just remember moving through the '90s coming up. I guess because it was the millennial. Millennium. Millennium. You know? Yeah. The millennium. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why it was so huge. But like yeah. 99 to 2000, that was just crazy. Yeah. Because I guess everybody thought that all the computers were going to crash yeah. and everything. Yeah, I remember kind of being like a little bit disappointed uh, that nothing happened. Yeah. After such a big build up <laughs> for that. Uh, yeah. Um, we should probably leave that for another uh, year in review. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a start. Uh, <laughs> Max is on fire, people. <laughs> Max, you're too hard on yourself. Oh, I know. We're just chatting. Yeah. Um, so as <laughs> so as always, we've we've picked our uh, favorite thing from the year, our what we call close call from the year, our, kind of our second favorite thing, and then our Fergusons, our our um, you know something leaves leaves. <laughs> Leave something to be desired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what are our categories? Uh, we're talking movies, show, TV shows, Nick shows, albums, songs, music videos, video games, Nick episodes, books, and events. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, would you be cool starting with TV shows? Sure. Cool. Sounds great. Let's go around the horn. What, what's <laughs> what's your favorite TV show of '95? Um. This was this was a tough one for me. There's a lot of great TV shows this year that came out this year, but I finally decided The Max was my favorite oh, from MTV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> animated show, pretty short, but it was just like a really uh, kind of like dark, just odd for a, an American cartoon, I think, to be this like serious kind of like psychological thing. Um, and I still love it now. The animation looks awesome. It's like totally different from anything else um and uh, i just especially at the time i loved it watched every episode every week and uh, made a big impression on me it's wet dark and wet it's the kind of weather that penetrates makes your skin feel itchy and oily dirty kind of but real too that's good I don't think I've ever seen that one. You brought up the Max before. I don't it's remember good. why on the show, but um, it was very strange. Yeah. Um, like the animation was really cool. Um, it felt definitely like it was pushing the boundaries of yeah. something. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Very cool. Uh, so for me, I was kind of teetering between two. I'm going to go with the Mobile Suit Gundam. Hmm. I don't know if you guys ever got into uh, anime. Yeah, anyway, but uh, I'm unfamiliar. Okay, I was, so I was a big fan of Dragon Ball Z. I'm sure you've heard of that one. I've heard of that one. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam is in kind of the same genre. Uh, it's pretty much these uh, heroes that fly in these big mechs, you know, like mm. robots, and mm. fight each other. Good versus evil. Um, I just really enjoyed it. It was on uh, right before uh, Dragon Ball Z, so that's how I kind of found out about it. And mm. I enjoyed it. Uh, was this Gundam Wing that you were watching? Yeah, Gun- yeah. Uh, so Gundam Wing. Uh, but yeah, that's the one that I've seen. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's just another part of that series. Yeah. 
Okay. Nice. I think that might be the first ever representation on BOC for anime. Yeah. Well, maybe that, that's around the oh, time maybe. when it was getting popular in the, okay. yeah. in the United States, maybe. Way to represent Max. Yeah. Hey, thanks. <laughs> awesome. uh, well, I'm going to go with a, home, a hometown hero here for my favorite TV show of 95. That would be the Drew Carey Show. Nice. Um, okay. So uh, I remember I remember when it came on just thinking like how crazy it was that a show could even be set in Cleveland. And not even that, but like so proudly. Like the theme song the theme was Cleveland-based. Yeah. <laughs> Everything in the, the bar is all Cleveland-based. Um, and so it was just kind of cool to feel like, uh, because every sitcom felt like it was New York City or LA. So just for this actually like phenomenon sitcom, like a show yeah. people were watching, yeah. to be set in Cleveland was, I remember, really rewarding. And then also I liked the show a lot. So it, it was something my parents watched. And so I watched with them. And um, I still think Drew Care. I, I know, uh, you know, maybe people don't think he was the right choice for The Price is Right. Um, no. I think he's been great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great choice. Better with time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he's a, a really funny guy. So, um, yeah, Drew Carey show would be my TV show nice. of 95. Well, um, I'll just say that my close call was the Drew Carey show. Oh, okay. So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, um, the supporting roles on that show, um, oh. everyone. Everything was great <laughs> about it. Uh, yeah, the... Other like sporting characters, uh, just his house, like something about it felt really authentic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of like a married with children type of yeah. very lived in. Yeah, um, I just man, it, it was very good. I remember yeah. liking it at the time. I've seen it since and still like it. I'm thinking about rewatching it from the beginning. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I would agree. That's a great close yeah. call. That was very good. Yeah. Um, I I was thinking about that one, uh, but I actually went with. Uh, the Waynes Brothers. Oh. Uh, I don't know why, but I really got into that show when I was a kid. I think maybe it reminded me a lot of Keenan and Kel. Huh. Um, just like they grew up and uh, and they became the Waynes Brothers, something like that. Uh, I just thought it was really funny. I kind of thought that the father was almost like the store clerk from Keenan and Kel. Mm. Yeah. Um, the guy that ran that story for his mm-hmm. name. But, uh, uh, Chris, maybe? Chris, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I just, I really like that show. It always is a good time watching it. Nice. Um, I haven't really watched it, I don't think. I definitely watched some in the 90s, yeah. but not since. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Good one. I yeah. mean, good to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Max is a fanatic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can't stop talking about the Waynes Brothers. <laughs> Um, my close call was MTV's Singled Out. Wow. You mean, uh, uh Ferguson? No. Close call? Another close call? I never did a close oh, call. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> you can't, I thought you were saying, like, I can't believe no, it. No, no, I just lost track of where we were in the, uh... uh. no, Singled Out was, like, one of those shows that my, I had, uh, one of my older sisters watched. And I remember just being kind of, like, intoxicated by it. Like, I felt like I shouldn't be watching it. Um, what was her name? Jenna McCarthy? Yeah. Jenny Je- McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Just, like, she was so popular at the time. The show seemed so cool. Um, these young people just trying to date. I don't know. It, it had, like, this appeal to me. Mm. Uh, and I don't think I'd watch it now. Um, but at the time, I was yeah. into it. Was it reality? <laughs> reality. Okay. I, well... Maybe to go back, it'd be like, oh, these are all 
actors. Maybe. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, incidentally, mine, it, my Ferguson is singled out. That doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember watching it, you know, um, yeah. and it was okay. It just uh, hasn't aged well, I don't think. And it always seemed kind of uh, hokey. Yeah. To me, I guess. Oh, sure. Not that I didn't enjoy it on some level, but... Although it was kind of... Well, I guess not. I, there's always been dating game shows, but that felt like the first real, like, raunchy yeah, yeah. dating game show. Hmm. Chris Hardwick, the host. Oh, yeah, wow. Very weird. Boy, does he look like a baby in that show, or... Uh, man, I've looked back. It's almost like he looks like a really, uh, like... Like he's put on a grunge persona for okay. that. Yeah. You know? It's very weird, like, him then and him now. Yeah. I just can't believe he hosted a show 25 years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's a long time ago. Okay. I'm, like I said, totally fine with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so as um, we move into the Ferguson, I should preface, I don't know too much about TV. Uh, I never really watched it. So You're uh, prefacing you know, now? Well, yeah. As, you, you know, as I talked about those television shows, I wasn't very good at uh, telling you what they were about. Um, but... <laughs> My Ferguson, I had two, two things that I I know of uh, that I didn't really watch either of, but I think I'm gonna go with uh, Star Trek, Star Trek Voyager. Mm. For Ferguson? For for Ferguson, yeah. <laughs> Excuse <I'm sorry>. me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just never. Uh... Um, Voyager is the Janeway. Janeway. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean I kind of like it. Man. I like it not as good as Next Generation. But of course. It's, hmm. <laughs> it's good. I mean, but Janeway, like, to even give Picard a run for his money, yes. I think she did that. Yes, agreed. Um, the supporting cast was not quite yeah, yeah. where yeah. Uh, and that's, Next Generation And that's why I picked it. No, actually, I, I didn't know there were different things. I said that was like the uh, you, you weren't know, Spock. A, and, you weren't a Star Trek fan? The... No. No. Uh, no. Um, and then just... For hoops and hollers. Uh, the other one was uh, that I thought of was Xena, Warrior Princess. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which um, that was, if I'm not mistaken, China the wrestler. The uh, um, was that her? Man, I don't think. No, no, it's Lucy Lawless. Oh as, uh... man! All right, well, I'll um, just cut that out. I didn't. And, uh, I just gotta get on the TV. Max, ju- <laughs> Max is just gonna have me cut all of his contributions. <laughs> what was what was she in? What was China in? Um. I don't think she was in any show. I mean, maybe she was in a show, but I don't know it. Maybe she had a king. Besides <laughs> wrestling. Okay. Well, um, I'll have to figure but, that one out. But, I mean, they have a, like, semi, kind of similar look. Um, okay. I never loved Xena, personally. I don't know. Nah, I could, I don't think I cared about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. well, that's, uh, we'll get off the TV and then we'll move on to something I can talk about. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry about this um, <laughs> So, uh, my, my Ferguson is a little show called Jag, uh, uh, which oh. I hated when it was on. <laughs> Just, I, and it seemed like I couldn't escape it. That's like one of the things for a Ferguson for me is like, just felt like it was always on, mm. hated the Some, way it looked. I never, uh, I don't think I ever watched like an episode. I know of it somehow and I remember seeing it coming on as mm-hmm. like uh reruns or whatever but uh not something that i would watch purposely <laughs> they're like starch white uniforms <laughs> military show right yeah i'm not anti-military <laughs> oh no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just I'm... i support our troops <laughs> 
And I'm picturing the font of Jag and everything. Yeah, I it's think terrible. I've seen something about everything. Oh, <laughs> hate thinking about that show. Um, Justin emailed us with some of his picks ah. uh, for TV. His favorite show was MTV Singled Out. Wow! Oh wow! <laughs> How could that be? <laughs> yeah, you and Justin usually aren't that far apart. Right. Uh, and his close call was a show called Unhappily Ever After. Wow. Uh, yeah, I remain. I remember that show. What was it? You- um, it was like a weird sitcom that was semi, uh, like kind of like Married with Children, mm-hmm. except there was this puppet bunny uh-huh. involved. Uh, that's like it, basically the whole show. It's like but- an er- early version of Greg the Bunny. Type um, thing? it was like a mix of that and Married with Children. It's weird. Like on late night. Uh, just, it was, it was good, kind of. I mean, I liked it, kind of. It was weird. Yeah, it was like strange. kind of adult. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, anything else for weird. TV you wanted yeah. to... Uh, just want to mention that this same year, um, Outer Limits, the, like, remake series came out, which was okay. a great, um, sci-fi anthology series. Very good. Yeah. For that era. And, uh, Goosebumps. The series started. Yes. I was never a big Goosebumps person. Mm. Uh, even, like, going back and watching a couple just didn't feel like mm. it hit the mark. But I liked it. Um, I felt, I mean, it wasn't as good as Are You Afraid of the Dark, but it was, like, next best thing to me. Yeah. So I watched it kind of for that. I was like, you know, there's no other choice. Just to use the cliche, uh, <laughs> the books are better. Mm. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did you note what was the top rated show of no. 1985? I did not, no. That'd be ER. Mmm. ER. Ooh. And then Seinfeld was second. Wow. ER. Man, ER. People loved ER. That's with McSteamy? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yep, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I might have messed up. I think that might be Grey's Anatomy. Mm. That okay. also sounds right. <laughs> um, I never yeah, could well. get into the, like the medical drama. Just um, didn't do anything for me. I watched a little bit of House, I guess. Oh, House was the closest thing <laughs> to being able to accept that. Yeah, I don't think I... I've never done ER grays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do you say we move to movies? Yeah, let's do it. Sounds great. I watched a few <laughs> movies. We're, we're in Max's <laughs> wheelhouse here. <laughs> Man, this was even harder than TV shows. A lot of great movies incredible this year. Incredible movies. Um. So I finally decided to make it easier on myself to pick what... I'm just so interested. Oh, to pick ones that, like, (laughs) equally uh, I've loved then and now. I follow your train of thought. So, um, I... My favorite is Mallrats. Oh, wow. Um, Okay. Man, there's not a year goes by, not a year, that I don't read about some escalator accident involving some bastard kid that could have been easily avoided had some parent, I don't care which one, but some parent conditioned him to fear and respect that escalator. I thought it was a possibility. I yeah. just didn't know. Uh, huge impact as a kid, and I still love it. Maybe yeah. not as much as Clerks, but I think it's really great. We watched that one a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was kind of like a, if we're bored, and like yes. we... We, I mean, we spent, despite the fact that we have a podcast about watching 90s Nickelodeon, we spent most of our time outside. Yeah. But um, when we were stuck inside, that was like our movie. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's just watch sure. that. It's such a good one. It's such an easy one to put on in like a great um, atmosphere. Yes. Uh, just really good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great pick. <laughs> have uh, you seen it? 
Uh, oh. I'm not the best guest ever. You've never <laughs> seen Mulholland Drive. Oh, seen... <laughs> well, oh put it on okay. your list. Well, all right, all right listeners, we'll be back in two hours. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, and we're back. What'd you think, but, Max? <laughs> man, I love that. First scene. <laughs> yeah, the first scene is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so I went with, you know, I I had a few. I had a few for, uh, you know, if I was a kid and, and picking, but I didn't go with that one because I had to go with Seven. Uh, that mm. was just, okay. Yeah. I mean, that movie is just so good. I can watch yeah. that at any time. Very good one. Um, I uh, do a pretty good uh, Brad Pitt impression. Uh, you gonna do it for us at the end? Yeah. Uh, What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> and uh, and then you find out it's his wife's head. Wait. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Maybe you can. Twenty years out. later, <laughs> waiting to watch it. <laughs> I think I think we did establish on this show that um, we don't do spoilers. No, well, if, it, if there's been like, 25 yeah, yeah. years, oh, okay. you're, you're yeah. out of luck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and I've done that quote for a few people before, but I've said what's in the bag. And they, <laughs> they said, you really didn't watch that movie, did you? But I did, and I liked it. <laughs> and I so, liked uh, it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Give me your gun. What's going on over there? Put the gun I'll down. I'll show you with the box. What was in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, David. It seems that envy is my sin. Oh, what's in the box? That's a good pick. Very That's, good yeah. one. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Uh, uh, young Brad Pitt. Uh, wow. And then, uh, of course, David Fincher. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. Everything falls into place. I love the Is it your the favorite scene. Is it your favorite Fincher? Oh, hmm. Maybe. I guess I, maybe I haven't seen all this stuff, but I would I would say I would say sure. Okay. Favorite Fincher? Um, oh, oh, Fight Club, of course. Social Network. Yeah, yeah. Fight Club uh, would have to be my favorite, um, mm. just because it's close to the top of my favorite movies, I guess, in mm. general. Well, I didn't I didn't name it, so let's see if it changes your opinion. But my favorite Fincher, Zodiac. Ooh, I that's like a it good one. A lot. But not as much as Fight Club. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. And I'll stick with Seven. But you know what? I think they're all great picks. Yeah. Yeah. But Zodiac yeah, he's is great. so good. It's it, very it's good. good. <laughs> uh, you know what? In- <laughs> Interesting parallel here. Um, you know who plays the guy who is working in the store that he thinks Carol? maybe is the guy? Um, yeah, what's his name? Carol Lynch or uh, I mean, something. you know who this guy also plays? That was something related to what we've talked about? I don't know. He, oh, uh, Drew Carey. Drew Carey's brother. <laughs> yeah, Drew Carey's brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's one of the possible Zodiac suspects yeah, in the movie. Yeah. And he's really um, creepy yeah, in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's a literal David Fincher <laughs> detour. <laughs> Seven's a good pick. Hey, thanks. Um, I went. I, you're not going to like my pick at all. And that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I went with a movie that I loved uh, when it came out. And it's a movie that I think still holds a place, like as to like altering film, which is Clifford again. Clifford every year from here on out. <laughs> no, <laughs> but if you haven't watched Clifford yet, what are you doing? Uh, go back and watch Clifford. No, my pick is Toy Story. Walt Disney Pictures presents the first ever computer animated motion picture. We've got trouble. Oh, no. 
holiday season, take off on an adventure. This cannot be happening to me. Beyond imagination. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. It's the story of two partners <laughs> discovering what they're made of. I'm okay. Catch that. I got it, Woody. Next stop, Andy. Go to infinity and beyond. <laughs> Toy Story. Oh, um, yep. Okay. I, it's uh, a movie that, like, when it came out, I remember immediately, like, asking, like, can we go see that again? Um, it's a it's a movie that I frequently rewatch. I think it, even though, like, animation has come, like, it's come a long way, and Pixar, of course, had now is established as a giant, uh, it's still one of the best Pixar movies. Um, those characters are immediately iconic. Um, so I just uh, there's so many good movies this year. So I feel like I feel like a tinge of guilt for picking Toy Story because it seems maybe like it's a lame pick. No, but it's, um, it's substantial. I think uh, if we all search deep in our souls, we would pick <laughs> Toy Story. I mean, it was so good. I think it was a very good pick. I don't think it just didn't like maybe move me to the extent that some of these other movies did. But I think it's a great movie. Yeah, and uh, especially at the time as a kid, it was like. The look of it was pretty mind blowing. Like oh, first of its what kind. Am yeah, I first of its kind. Yeah, 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 unbelievable. Um, and the voice acting, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of really great voice acting. Yeah. yeah. Ernest. <laughs> a slinky dog. Yeah, yeah, I forget right, his yeah. real name, but um, Jim Jim Varney. Jim Varney. Jim Varney. I think John Ratzenberger uh, also happens to be uh, the pig voice, which I only bring up because I have been watching Cheers diligently this whole time, yeah. and I happen to see him today in Sister Sister randomly. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I think he's in totally unrelated. I think it's either him or someone else that's in all the Pixar movies. I think it's oh. him. I think huh. he's, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That is him. He was the abominable snowman in that one movie. I remember there was a... Uh, oh, Monsters, Inc. Mm. Yeah. yeah, there was a... You know when Disney Channel had their uh, little shorts where the people interviewed folks? They talked to him, and he talked about oh. how he was in every single... And there's a little clip at the end of Cars, the first Cars, where it's him at a drive-in movie theater, and it's like showing all the Pixar movies in car form. Oh. And he's talking about how lazy the studio is for just getting the same voice actor over and over again. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, uh, nice one. Yeah, nice. Um, my nice. close call is heavyweights. Mmm. Can you smell it? There's a life force in here tonight. Um, oh, boy. man. Boy, this, oh, boy. <laughs> this movie has, like, come... It was great when it came out, then suddenly it, like, came back in yeah. high school. Like, it was on TV all the time, we just yeah. watched the hell out of it. Yeah. And then now, even still, it holds up for me. It's just... Almost funnier. It's, it's fantastic. Incredible. Yeah. Um, every, all the performances in this, especially Ben Stiller. Oh, my I mean, Tony, Tony Perkins. Oh, yeah. It's just <laughs> so good. It's such <laughs> a good movie. I do... Oh. I think it... Uh, Ben Stiller has a lot of great roles, but Tony Perkins might be like a defining, yeah. like the perfect role for Ben yes. Stiller. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, agreed. <laughs> great pick, man. I actually didn't even know that was out uh, in that year. My research was not up to snuff. Uh, Max, <laughs> deliver uh, your picks with confidence. Uh, you're right. <laughs> um, 
So let's go with, I have a few here, but I'm going to choose one right now. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with the uh, one that is uh, near and dear to me, Quick and the Dead. Some people deserve to die. TriStar Pictures presents Sharon Stone. I'm going to kill you if I have to rock all the way to hell to do it. Gene Hackman, there's nothing on this earth that frightens me now. Leonardo DiCaprio. Hey, In a film by Sam Raimi. The Quick and the Dead. Hmm. I've never seen it. No, nor have I. Oh my no. gosh. Gene Hackman is a gunslinger, and this new gunslinger comes into town. A young Leonardo West- DiCaprio. Western? Hmm. Yeah, a yeah. Western. Uh, I think uh, Stone. Uh, who's the woman? Uh, Sharon, Sharon Stone. Sure. Gene Hackman. Uh, hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. My father used to watch it all the time because I think it used to be on TNT, kind of like uh, Shawshank Redemption is now. <laughs> yeah. So like he would just always watch it, and I just remember growing up with that on. Yeah. It was edited, so it was great for me. Great for him because he liked it. So that was. Uh, would you say it's your favorite western ever? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. But I wouldn't. I'm not going to say what my favorite one is because I don't know. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. That's fair. I really liked. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, of course. Mm. Yeah, that's not my favorite. But it was a good one for that year. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and then, I'm just going to do this. I know it's against the rules, but if I was a kid... <laughs> not to, No, it's not. <laughs> good, go for it. If I was a kid, I'd pick uh, a Goofy movie. Oh. This spring, one of Disney's favorite classic characters lands at theaters. In the most hilarious... It's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. <laughs> and hippest... Animated musical comedy ever. A little smoked <laughs> A goofy movie. <laughs> I really like that movie. I, I watched Terrible. that. Really? Really? You didn't like so, it at the time, even? I'll speak more on this soon. Okay. Is this your Ferguson? Oh, oh wow. my gosh. <laughs> that movie was so good. <laughs> I liked it. I really like it. Um, that was like maybe Pauly Shore's last... Yeah, gasp of fame, kind of. Leaning I mean, Tower of Cheesa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was and I great. liked it. Yeah, it was a good movie. A good, good Disney. Like, not felt like not quite as big as all the main Disney movies. No. I guess, but it. But I really liked it. Great yeah. songs in that one too. Really good ones. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so, all right, on to you. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, uh, my close call is, uh, is heavyweights. Attention, campers! Lunch has been canceled today. Due to lack of hustle, deal with it. Nice. Um, it's uh, it's endlessly rewatchable. Yeah. The kid performances are really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we like we used to just quote it so yeah. much. Um, Hans and the whole crew. Uh, <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> it's making me want to watch it again uh, this totally. summer yeah. very I'd, soon. I outside of like the first to me like five minutes, like the first five minutes isn't great, but the rest of it is perfect. <laughs> um, so you know we didn't even mention uh, Jerry Stiller in oh, it. So good. The great <laughs> Jerry Stiller. I think I've told you this before, but like I, like I'd say once every two or three months, I think about how. One day Jerry Stiller's gonna pass away. Like we're gonna, you know, get the news that Jerry Stiller died, and like I think about how sad I'm gonna be. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why this is a recurring thought, <laughs> but like Jerry Stiller is someone that I'm like trying to mentally prepare for. Like, oh no, I don't want to lose 
Are we friends. sure that Jerry Stiller still? He's still alive. He dies today. <laughs> um, I do have a lot of close calls, um, but the closest, the, the, there's three I was really hemming and hawing mm. on. Um, Apollo 13 is a movie I have a real mm. soft spot for. Um, that's kind of another one I can throw on at any point. Love Apollo 13. And Billy Madison. Yeah, um, that was really good. It's just it kind of heavyweights territory where it's just, and Mallrats, that territory of it's as good as now as it was then. Yes. Also, Tommy Boy came out that year. So like, good. In the same yep. realm. It's different vibe, but like you can throw yes. it on and be happy to watch it. It's a great year for comedies. Yeah. Um, so those were, those were more, a, a couple, can I rattle off a few sure. more? Batman Forever, which was a huge oh, yeah. deal yeah, that yeah. year. Oh man, especially at the time. Just Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Yeah. It was he like was so as good. a kid. Like, wow, this is like my two favorite things in life. I know right? Batman <laughs> and <then> Jim Carrey, <laughs> and then of course Tommy Lee Jones. You know all yeah, those fanatics, yeah. <laughs> all those kid fanatic Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones. <laughs> oh, I just um, loved the Two Face character. Yeah, it was it just a cool. weird like. Yeah. Um, now the movie is not great um but it it was it's more of an event like for me at that time it was an event um i also have here jumanji uh babe uh friday yeah friday, friday. yeah yeah uh we also have ace ventura 2 when nature calls yeah. another crazy year you know for jim carrey loved it no uh, we, oh yeah yeah no complaints i feel like it maybe gets um Overlooked, yeah, compared to the first like one, but, yeah. Jim but it's very good. I thought it was very good. The Rhino scene alone is, um, uh, yeah, oh my gosh, <laughs> Hall yeah. of Fame comedy, yeah. <laughs> um, and a, a movie I will stand for forever, Nick of Time, <laughs> starring Johnny Depp. Uh, I don't know what this is. <laughs> this is when, this is, well, I, this podcast has made clear that I'm a sucker for ransom type movies. Wait, um, yes. This is when his daughter is kidnapped at a, at a hotel where there's like a political rally going on and he's got one, Christopher Walken gives him one hour to kill the woman running for governor or her, his daughter will die. Was he like a master assassin? Just a, just a... <laughs> Dude, <laughs> just a bold dad. of Christopher Walken to take that kind of risk. I definitely uh, remember that film. Yeah, like they target him, give him a gun, and say like, "You want your daughter to live? You got to kill the governor." <laughs> it's a good that's, one. That's really good. So good. <laughs> Sounds not. <laughs> Can't believe we never mentioned <laughs> what Christopher Walken. I like him, but <laughs> you didn't you mention know. Casino. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, Casino. Yeah, casino. What yeah. Else, yeah, what else? Casino. Anything else you got? I had Casino. Goofy movie, Toy Story, Quick in the Dead. <laughs> yeah, Casino and then Goofy movie right after. <laughs> it's just such a funny pairing. Casino and Goofy yeah. movie. Uh, casino, that has Sharon Stone as well. Quick in the Dead and Casino in one year? Wow. wow. Okay. You must really love Sharon Stone. 95 was a better year oh, than I thought. Max has a crash. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, Ferguson? Uh, yeah, my Ferguson is... And I want to preface this by saying I don't hate this movie. It's like a love-hate relationship with it. Uh, 
Major pain. <laughs> oh, yeah. A love hate relationship's a good way to put it. <laughs> like, Max kind is of... furious right now because uh, it stars a Wayne's brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of awful, but really kind of great, too. It's a I fascinating mean, performance. It is. It is. <laughs> um, yeah. And kind of appropriate. Like, as a kid, too, it was. It felt like a kid's movie almost because it was him. Uh, training those kids so yeah. uh, i don't know it works in both eras kind of mm-hmm. yeah. anyway that's good before i move on to my ferguson i, I did forget the basketball diaries came out that mm. as well yeah oh a uh, big year for leo leo and sharon stone <laughs> had right uh, years. our frequent guest chris is a big basketball diaries fan i, I would almost hazard that it would be his pick mm. really yeah it was a good mm. film mark marky marks in that as well Mark Wahlberg, right? <laughs> no? Okay. I'm not... No? 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, and then my Ferguson is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, Just uh, never could get into those types of movies. You know what? I've never seen uh, any of the Die Hards. I, uh, I think not this, even Not even the first one. Wow. I just have never come into contact with them. That is really shocking the not maybe those sequels but the yeah. first not seeing the first that's shocking yeah yeah i try to stay clear of bruce willis <laughs> oh really i like bruce willis what's your problem with bruce besides the Just fact that he seems hard. like a creep but mm. uh does he? yeah does he i think in real life he's maybe a little bit of a creep mm. okay. uh, that's boc speculation okay. <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> i haven't heard anything about this but um. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, Bruce. No, I, I don't steer clear of him. Just the Die Hard franchise. You think Bruce Willis is listening? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. He's very concerned with what our podcast thinks of him. Year in Review 1995. I was tuned in. He knew Die Hard would come up on that on that movie's list. Um. Okay. So yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, my Ferguson. I I would just there's three I have here, and they're all kids movies. Mm. Uh, all kids movies. I was. I'd say to an extent, really looking forward to. Hmm. Um, th- so the three are uh, Pocahontas, which mm. I did not enjoy watching yeah. and have an even more problem with as a history of lo- uh, a lover of history. Mm. Um, a goofy movie, which besides Batman and Forever, Batman Forever, there was maybe no other movie I was looking forward to more that year. I have vivid memories of begging my parents to take me and eventually they must have pawned it off on my aunt i went with my aunt and i remember when it was done just being like that wasn't what i wanted that mm-hmm. was like but it was probably partly my fault of thinking i was walking into citizen king yeah. like I, I thought i was walking into what would be the best movie i'd ever seen um and then i also had the mighty Morphin power rangers movie mm. which same kind of feeling where i think i was so hyped that when it was over i was like oh i don't i don't know Hmm. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what what more could you ask for from the Goofy movie? I, <laughs> uh, laughing, <or laughs> having a fun time. It was like it felt like a miserable kind of movie. Hmm. Man, I just want to bust into singing, but I don't know all the lyrics. Go ahead. Uh, in 24 hours, and when this is over, I'll either be 
famous or you'll be suspended. No, <laughs> that's, that's not how it goes. Hmm. That's that's exactly that's how it goes. That's not how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. None of that rhymes, so I'm guessing that's not how it goes. Um, well, I don't like the pick of the Goofy movie as a Ferguson, but I'll accept it. Uh, the others are totally reasonable. Um, I just want to ask you guys, do you know what the first film that came out this year was? And it's kind of good in a... Hmm. First movie released? Yes. No, I. Oh, I wouldn't even hazard a guess. House guest. Huh. With okay. uh, Sinbad and <laughs> Phil Hartman. Um, pretty good. <sighs> Still mourning Phil Hartman. Yeah, I know. it hurts. It I hurts. Um, I mean, Phil Hartman is incre- incredible. He was. Um, and that's a great. I I should revisit that because I love both those guys. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin's picks for ninety-five. Uh, number one. Ace Ventura when oh, nature calls. Nice, nice. Yeah, good pick. Uh, his his uh, follow ups there are Angus, mm. which is another kind of good teen. Yeah, you know what? I want to say that's uh, a sometimes uh, guest Dan, his favorite one of his favorite movies. Oh, our guest Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know he. Yeah, I know he really. I remember likes him that movie. talking that. And I think up. he likes the soundtrack too. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Batman Forever is his number nice. three, and then his, his official close calls are Billy Madison and Heavyweights. Ah, oh, those are great. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Man, a lot of great comedies. Yeah. Um, to- Tommy Boy, as you said, Mallrats, yeah. A lot of going- Friday. Good year for movies. Yeah. Mm. I think it rivals really? 94, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, everybody feel good on movies? Sure. I feel okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then why don't we hop on over to Nickelodeon? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Max looks uh, not happy. <laughs> <laughs> Max, you can just just say just say it and yeah, just go for it. No commentary needed. Uh, mine is Global Guts, of course, the best of the year, best new show of '95. <laughs> um, came at the end of regular Guts. Better than the Max? Uh, no. But <laughs> <laughs> it was the best Nick show yeah. for sure. Well, yeah, I'm not, I like I'm it. Not sure I like that. seeing kids from all over the world. It's kind well, of weird I, and I like interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a cool premise. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Great thing. Mm. Uh, so, you know what? I'm going to do something kind of a curveball, but <clears throat> my favorite Nick show would be the segments of uh, Stick Stickly mm. when he was doing his U Pick and U, the U Dip. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just thought the whole uh, Nick in the Afternoon, uh, yeah. that whole segment was really fun. And, you know, having the listeners being able to vote, that was so cool. So. Well, I'll allow it because I really <laughs> like Nick in the Afternoon. Uh, Andrew, I, Andrew's allowing it. Oh, Love yeah. it. Thank, thank you. Yeah, and sometimes they showed older stuff like Monsters. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. So yeah, Nick in the Afternoon is great. Yeah. The Wheel. Yeah. The yeah. whole Snick Snickly thing was yep. fantastic. Yep. Uh, it's my pick, too. Oh, nice. Really? Uh, oh. Yeah. So. Uh, it's, yeah, Stick Stickly's iconic. I count it as kind of its own original Nickelodeon thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weak year for Nick shows. Um, so, Stick Stickly. Yeah. We, we have a whole episode on it. Yes. A couple of people actually messaged us recently saying, like, why don't you talk about Stick Stickly? Mm. I think it's, it's a, it's a while back. I think it's either episode, like, it's 15, 16, 17 in there. Yeah. So you have to go back. <laughs> But and we, it's probably called Nick in the Afternoon. It's just or, called Nick in the yeah. Afternoon. Um, but, yeah, we, we've talked about it. Yeah. Love it. Um, well, my close call, I went into the um, acquired shows 
and I said Tiny Toon Adventures. This okay. was the year that they acquired that. And I'm going to allow it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's such a bad <laughs> year for Nick Shows. Great, uh, great show. I loved Tiny Toons, maybe. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it a lot, but uh, maybe the best of the Steven Spielberg-produced cartoons. Yes. I like mm-hmm. it more than Animaniacs. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Good pick. <laughs> uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't kind of go out of the whole Nickelodeon shows, so... I didn't, bend, sure. I didn't bend the rules like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Are you bragging? But, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Little Bear. For mm, Close Call? Little Bear. For Close Call. Okay, yeah. nice. Really cool. You know, just going on an adventure. I like the animation. I like the voices. Very calm, soothing. Something that maybe you can yeah. just throw on, fall asleep, take a nap, uh, maybe have a <laughs> snack too. And uh, I, just, I just really liked uh, all of his friends. Can't really tell you who they yeah. were right other now. Other animals, but, yeah, other animals. I believe there's a turtle. Um, but yeah, I just remember it being very relaxing. Throw it on and enjoy yourself. Yeah, it's summer a, breeze. It was a good show. I feel like I was. Like, you could really sell anything if you just finish it with summer breeze. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, you know what I like? A goofy movie, Summer Breeze. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, my close call is Global Guts. Hmm. Um, I, 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 I love the um, incorporation of, you know, kids from around the world and uh, gave you a little kind of rooting cause. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Um, well, my Ferguson is a little out of the ordinary. Um, I called it the end of Original Guts, Ren and Stimpy, Eureka's Castle, and My Brother and Me. They all came to an end in 95. Okay. That's interesting. Will you say those again? Um, Uh. Yeah. The Original Guts, Ren and Stimpy, Eureka's Castle, and My Brother and Me. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. We hardly knew him. Beginning of the (laughs) end, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, My my Brother and Me, boy. That's a real real shame. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heartfelt. Uh, I didn't have a Ferguson, so yeah. I think you know. I don't think it, Nick makes anything that I'd say is you know not worth watching. Sure. Hmm. Well, I would say Little Bear. Uh, mm. <laughs> oh, okay. or as Max so perfectly put it, it's perfect to fall asleep to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were a little old by the time it came along. Yeah, there was no reason I should be watching Little Bear by the time it came on. Um, but it was just kind of one of those... It was like one of those sleepy shows. There was a lot of those Nick Jr. shows where maybe now in retrospect I understand that they're trying to put kids to sleep for a nap. <laughs> like, that, yeah, yeah, it could have yeah. been his be. purpose. Yeah, it was... Um, that could be true. Yeah. Like, keeping the energy down yeah. in these shows. Not trying to yeah. get a ramp. Um, anything else Nick shows you want to say? Uh, I would just say that I looked it up and Global Guts is just season five, I believe, of Guts. So, okay, I don't. I, I mean, hate to call you out on your own show because I. I mean, I, we, so much. I mean, I think in the afternoon is not a show, but oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you wanna, Norris sticks to splitters. All, right. <laughs> All right, sorry. Max is picking fights now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what about um, original Nick episodes from 1995? Yeah. This this opens up. The, the range of what we can look at. Yeah. 
you might recognize this episode, um, The Trouble with Teddy, Pete and Pete. I, I just had to do it. It's such a good episode. <laughs> I just had to do I it. I looked through them, and it's a, just such a phenomenal one. It's had more of an impact on me than any other episode from this year, I think. Okay. So there you have it. We've we, talked about it yes. extensively. <laughs> yeah. If you missed it, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Check out our yeah. Trouble with Teddy episode, and check out our interview with David Martell, yeah. who played Teddy. Both great episodes. So happy to be a listener. Whatever, Max. Uh, so. <laughs> I, I like I like the idea that you and I would be maybe foes. We sh- yeah, I'd love to do a versus against you. Oh. Well, listening to this, yeah, you probably think I, like I don't that. know anything about anything, but <laughs> but if I have the chance to research a single thing, okay, uh, to me, Nick episodes number one, my favorite of 1995 and i think i should let you know this is the first episode of the entire season Hmm. what a way to open the season are you afraid of the dark tale of dead man's float it is just the i'd say the scariest monster slash creature whatever you want to call it in are you afraid of the dark great story i mean go back and listen folks to a great uh podcast that i was on one of the episodes uh, where we dissected this whole episode um oh was gosh. that uh what was that was you andrew and versus melissa yes yeah, yeah. so i wasn't on that one i helped <laughs> i helped prepare melissa for it that probably one. felt like you were i was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. never mind uh, we, well no still go listen to it if you haven't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go listen to it i was not on it but my wife was and i helped her prepare and we just had a blast watching that one it's my number one of 1995 nice. very cool nice one Love it. Yeah, totally. Uh, my number one episode of Nickelodeon in 1995 is also The Trouble with Teddy. Mm. It is a beautiful episode of television. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really funny. Excellent. It's just like it has laughs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's kind of uh, heartfelt, too, at times. At times. I think it's one of the weaker points of the episode, but... Hmm. But it's I very funny. <laughs> I like the pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the trouble with Teddy. What's yeah. your uh, close call? Uh, my close call is Dead Man's Float mm. as well. Um, great episode, as Max put it. Um, I love, I do love the look of the monster in this. Like, it's crazy how good it looks. Looking at it now, it's like there's horror movies that are coming out now, like cheaply made horror movies that the monster doesn't look as good as this i would it's amazing yeah i would agree with that yep quite spooky (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so for my uh close call i went with a rugrats episode um it's actually the only rugrats episode that came out in 1995 Mm. only one episode came out in that year which is crazy yeah um, it's called Passover, and oh. I thought it was kind of cool, because I'm not Jewish, I don't know Jewish culture that well, but they kind of, um, they're going over to a family member's uh, house for Passover, and they get locked in the attic, and they just tell the story of Passover, yeah. and it's kind of, it's educating, as well as um, the only episode of the entire year, so if you like Rugrats, that's all you got. <laughs> that was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, I distinctly remember watching that and enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my close call for Nick episodes is an episode of all that called Immature. Uh, 
hmm. season one, episode four, and it has my favorite all-time hmm. all that sketch, which is Cold Finger. Uh, oh <laughs> yes. man, that's great. Um, the other sketches, there's the other sketches on that episode. There's a good burger sketch, a vital information, Keenan the barber. Uh, there's two vital informations, um, and then of course a great performance by Immature. Uh, they perform the song constantly. Um, but the, very but, nice. But, very nice. But I remember recording the Cold Finger sketch mm. and um, just watching mm. it nonstop. Um, I also I also noted um, Splashdown from Pete and Pete mm. is a yeah, great yeah. episode. And yes. then um, my Are You Afraid of the Dark pick would not be Dead Man's Float. I'm just not a fan of that episode, really. What? Uh, <laughs> But uh, oh, okay, <laughs> but uh, my pick would be the tale of Station One Hundred Nine Point One. Oh well, it's a great one. Yeah. But <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are your nice. Fergusons? Uh, my Ferguson, you might recognize this one as well. Alex Mack, the Gift. No. Yep. What? You had that big of a beef with the gift? <laughs> um, it was the only episode I could remember like enough about that it was kind of poor to put as my Ferguson. <laughs> the monkey segments alone are really... Um... It's something. It's something. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what exactly. <laughs> um... Okay, well, we talked yeah, about you know. Alex Mack, the gift, a couple of yeah. years, also a couple of years ago, if you want to uh, listen to that one, that was... Mm. Um... I liked it. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's a, it's a Ferguson. Yeah. Perfect Ferguson. All right. Uh, so, uh, kind of, you probably noticed I was a little silent there, but my Ferguson is season two of The Secret Life of Alex Mack. Hmm. So the entire season two? Season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a show I never had any interest Wait, in. Wait, really? Before. The whole season? I've never watched an episode. So, just a show. So, yeah. It's, I see. I see. I mean, just an uneducated fool. Um, no. So, yeah, season two. Right. Just never piqued my interest. Right. And um, Well, maybe if we ever revisit Alex Mack, we'll have to. Yeah. I mean, you just mentioned an episode, so I feel Introduce like you to it. Probably... You don't like female-led shows. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Sharon Stone in 1995. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch anything. <laughs> I picked uh, I picked uh, the Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, The Tale of the Jagged Sign, mm, yeah. which is just a nice real one. snoozer. Yeah. <laughs> it's um yeah, it's it's a bad Are You Afraid of the Dark. Yeah. Um, Justin, his picks, uh, his pick for show was also Nick in the Afternoon, mm, Stick Stick. Nice. Um, for episode, uh, he picked Dead Man's Float. Nice. Uh, so he, Very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his close call was Tail Station 109.1. Mm. So, yeah, love it. Yeah, a little Are You Afraid of the Dark Love. Uh, are you ready to move on or anything yeah. else? Okay. Uh, let's move on to video games. Yeah. Video games. Okay. Uh, I went with Earthbound on the Super Nintendo. Uh, great, underappreciated game over the years. RPG is a really, like, uh, interesting art style, which is what turned me on to it. Um, just uh, really fascinating looking. Um, but I didn't end up playing it until a few years ago. And, oh. uh, it's, it's really good. Just really weird and wacky. Yeah, up I'm, my alley. I'm aware of it. I've never mm. played it. Have you played it? It's actually my number one as well. Oh, oh cool. nice. Yeah. Um, it, well, it didn't do well in the U.S. because mm-hmm. they did a really weird marketing campaign mm-hmm. where... Um, they put these weird scratch and sniff snicker st- stickers in uh, magazines, 
and they smelled really bad. And it was just, that's the marketing campaign. <laughs> they spent $2 million on that. Wow. It did really well in Japan. And it was like the first RPG where it wasn't like a, you know, uh, medieval or fantasy. It was just yeah. like set in just like suburbia. So it was really cool. Like you fought hippies and skaters and uh, it was, yeah, I really like that game a lot. The soundtrack is amazing. Max hates hippies. <laughs> <laughs> Any freaks like that. Yeah, was... <laughs> um, yeah I guess I'm going to have to check this game yeah. out. Really sounds, cool. Sounds cool. Um, mine was the only game I was even faintly <laughs> aware of from this year, which is Yoshi's Island. Mm. Very yeah, good. Um, good game. Yeah. I feel I, like another underappreciated monster. Yeah. Cut you off. No, I don't have much more. Uh, Actually, I have nothing more to say on video games. It had a weird, uh, like, play mechanic, if you will, uh, where you're, like, you're controlling Yoshi and you shoot eggs. Right. Uh, yeah. And you can lose yeah. Mario, and then you have to go get him back. Like if you get, hurt. I do remember uh, a lot of like running yes. back and forth. Yeah, yeah. was that it was Yoshi's very interesting. Uh, uh, first appearance? No, no, no. Okay. At least Super Mario World, the first one. Oh right, but, yeah, okay. Well, maybe before that. Oh yeah, it had to be before that. Yoshi's Puzzle Game or whatever that was called Yoshi, <laughs> I think. Anyway, um, my uh, close call is a computer game called Beavis and Butthead in <laughs> Virtual Stupidity. Ah, uh, it was like a point-and-click, one of the point-and-click games that we've kind of talked about a lot, but it was Beavis and Butthead. It took place in their, like, town. Okay. And they went from place to place, and you were trying to figure out these, like, puzzles. Oh. Um, just made, made for kids, or still kind of, like, on the edge uh, of... Well, even Beavis and Butthead was a little bit, like, more adult. Yeah. So well, that's what I'm asking. Like, yeah. was the game more adult? Uh, yeah, it was Beavis and Butthead yeah. centric, like okay. with that same type of humor. I guess. Yeah. yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, it was a good game. I think I overlooked. Hmm. Um, I, I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. My close call uh, is Time Crisis, the arcade game. Hmm. Uh, you probably have played this at a movie theater. It's it's the coolest thing. So you have a gun and you're and you're going through this, you know, saving people. But it has the pedal on the ground where you hit the pedal and you come around uh, uh. Uh, like you're hiding and then you hit the pedal and you come out and shoot people and then you go back and you reload. Yeah, this sounds familiar. I just no. I don't know if I, I played it myself, but I feel like I saw it at arcades. It was so cool. Just having that pedal to like it just really got you into the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> interesting. interesting. It lets you like duck behind things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So that was mine. Not that I yeah. beat it or anything, I just played it a lot when I was waiting to see my movies. In the game you shot skaters and hippies? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, I don't have anything else. Okay. Um, my Ferguson is the virtual boy being released. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I half loved it and half was with everyone else on it. Uh, but I have a sl- sh- short story about this. I remember like going with my brother and my dad to blockbuster the day it came out like oh man i can't wait to see this thing we get there and it's like nobody you know nobody's there doesn't care about it so we get it (laughs) rented for a few days and it's underwhelming yes i remember you getting it i remember being excited that you were getting it and i remember you set it up on the dining room table 
like and I walked in I remember walking in and seeing it and be like it's magnificent <laughs> like, this is this is, <laughs> this is gonna change my life and then uh, you think you got Mario Tennis that was one of them yeah um, and I remember trying to play that and being like it, you know it's bad when after like five minutes you're like uh, let's do something yeah, else yeah <laughs> yeah it, if it had been in full color yeah. instead of that, that red, red grid, black. Yeah. yeah, it might have really taken off. Yes, but mm. is it like red. a headset? Yeah, uh, you like set it on the table and then put your eyes into it. it. Yeah, oh. yeah. So you like kind of rest your head on the eyes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And it kind of gave people a headache after a while. I mean, it's just really? hard to look at that red color yeah. for so long. Yeah, mm. short run, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, oh, it was it. like they canceled it like immediately like day one i yeah. think okay <laughs> wow anyway. interesting uh mine would just be rayman mm. okay. never enjoyed the game it's kind of like a knockoff mario yeah. almost yeah. um platformer just didn't like the characters didn't like the i don't know art design yeah. maybe so okay well, never the really characters got into or scooters uh, <laughs> uh, yeah he had long hair was, <laughs> didn't care for the guy <laughs> didn't care for the guy <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> uh, just to note, the Ah Real Monsters game came out this year for oh. Super Nintendo. Interesting. Which was pretty good, very difficult. Yeah. I mean, for a kid, just I don't, too I, difficult. I remember oh. playing it, but I don't remember if I liked it or not. <laughs> you know what game, uh, game came out? was uh, Twisted Metal. This is when the PlayStation mm. was introduced, right? It went from, like, it was a generation skip, I believe. 95? Yeah, I believe think? it went from, like, uh... You may be right. You know, the... Super Nintendo to the 64, maybe? And then yeah. the PlayStation was? The I'm PlayStation sure. came out before 64, remember? Okay. Then it Waiting was... for 64 to came, come out patiently. And... I think 95 was one of the first like test demos of, for 64. Mm. I thought I read that somewhere. I could be okay. wrong. I mean, it's, it doesn't come out until 97, right? Oh, it doesn't? I don't even remember. Uh, well, the PlayStation yeah. came out that year. So. If you say so. I'm trusting you. For my research you. and yeah. <laughs> Twisted Metal. <laughs> Uh, why don't we move on to albums? Sure. Wait, before we move on to albums, uh, Justin says he thinks the best video game of 1995 was Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest. That's... Man, that was good. That's very good. Um, that was very close to my second. Uh, great game. Uh, Maybe even better than the original Donkey Kong Country. Mm, Didn't you pick that as your favorite? Yeah, and that year it was yeah. my favorite. This year, you know, okay. things change. But I still loved the game. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's his pick. Um, it's a good one. Albums? What, uh, yeah, what album. Mine is uh, What's the Story? Morning Glory Oasis. Uh, that has stuck with me since then till now, pretty yeah. much. It's like still listenable, loved it at the time, and uh, just great, great album. Couldn't agree more. I uh, haven't listened to that one. Oh, boy. I know. No, but you know some oh, of the songs. Boy. Wonderwall, yeah, Don't I've Look Back in it. Anger. I've heard of it. Okay. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just doing you know, myself. I, 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 I don't feel too bad about it, because I know if you heard it, you'd be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I know this album. That's good. Um, yeah. Probably shouldn't even open my mouth. Uh <clears throat> So, next... <laughs> we, we, we prefer you to. Yeah, we want to hear these Sorry. opinions. Man, I'm just so down on myself with these. Okay, so my uh, favorite album would be Elliot Smith's, his self-titled Elliot mm. Smith. I mean, I don't even know what to say about it. It's probably one of my top ten, for sure, of all time. Just just really touched me. So, 
That's my uh, that's my number one from ninety five. Nice. Very good. Um, well, I also had Elliot Smith's self titled. Wow. Uh, it was an album that musically changed my life. Uh, certainly, as someone who played music. Um, but uh, since Max picked it, I just went all over it. That's boring. Two uh, Elliot Smith picks. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, so let's see here. I'm gonna go with. Um, well, nothing's even close. <laughs> Just I guess go I, just... I, I guess I have to go with my close call. Oh, Do you have a bunch of close it. calls? Yeah, or... I have a ton. Oh, <laughs> it's an amazing right, year right. for music. <laughs> uh, I'll go with uh, the apples and stereo fun trick noise maker. Hmm. Interesting, um, really fun album. I know that is not my favorite album. Why, why, why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's an album that came out that's very good. Okay. A lot of really catchy songs on that album. Apples and stereo. Hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> um, well, my close call is uh, Teenage Politics. This is MXPX. This is their second yeah. album. Uh, kind of the one that like launched them a little bit into the, closer to the mainstream. Um, I, f- I realized that I didn't put the fir- their first album on last year, so I had to represent them <laughs> in 95. Well, there will be plenty of chances to represent them in the 90s. Kind of. This is the best one. Okay. This is my best chance. Okay. Uh, So I'm going with this one. (laughs) Love it. Love them of 90s and 2000. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Great pick. So my close call is uh, the Bone Thugs and Harmony East 1999 Eternal. Wow. Uh, I mean, growing up in Cleveland, you have to love Bone Thugs and Harmony. It is kind of a rule. I mean. And that album is just so great. Some of some of those great, some of the greatest tracks. Um, you got a favorite? The 90s. Uh, or is mine that, will be first. That, that spoil anything from songs? No, actually, I didn't pick any okay. of those for my favorite. But uh, first of the month is, hmm. is probably my favorite Bone Thugs track of all time. Cool. And I didn't realize what it meant until much later in life. So I was singing, okay. I was singing I a lot okay. of stuff <laughs> yeah. I probably shouldn't have been. I think when you're like eight, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, my close call, I guess now will be <laughs> will be uh, Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. Wow, um, an album I listened to a lot, a lot. Hmm. Like '94 um, was all blue album pretty much nonstop, and then when tra- my one of my sisters got Tragic Kingdom, just like cap like the melodies on that album are so strong hmm. um, that uh, I I played it nonstop. Um, so that was a really good one, but I also mentioned uh, Sparkle and Fade by Everclear mm. is a really good one. Jagged Little Pill, Alanis Morissette, yeah. I listened to that a lot. Um, Foo Fighters, Self-Titled, it's really good. What's the Story of Morning Glory, and then of course uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Yeah. So, yeah. An incredible album. Although I think too daunting for me in 1995, like yeah, that double album. Definitely. I don't think I was ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, do you guys know what the top album this year was? TLC. That's my guess. No. Uh, I mean, it's kind of hard to guess. Something Madonna? No. Is it a soundtrack? <gasps> oh, no. no it's it's got to be Michael Jackson's. I'm, I'm now looking at it. Now I'm questioning myself because it seems so like it can't, couldn't be, but I'm pretty sure this is it. Boys to Men? No. <laughs> I, I better just tell you. Yeah. It's Hootie and the Blowfish. Cracked Ooh, rear view. That seems totally possible. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. It seems like something... I, only want to be with you. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I was in a basketball rec league that year when that came out, and I remember we had finished the league, 
We went into this back room and ate pizza, and they just played that album, or at least that song, over yeah. and over again. I was like, oh my god, I liked it at the time. <laughs> but it's just like shoving pizza in my mouth, just, <laughs> just all sweaty from playing like our final basketball game, eating pizza and listening to that song over and over. Oh, to this boy. day, when you hear it, you gotta go get That's, pizza? No, 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 but I definitely go back to that moment, hmm. just thinking, probably don't want any more pizza. <laughs> But, uh, not that not, you, I like that song. So. Yeah. Uh, well, is that your Ferguson? No, that was just my. Oh no, I didn't have a Ferguson oh, for album. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw that ICP put out an album called Little Box. <laughs> I see. Uh, so I went with that album. Okay. Just, That's a safe. Pay. Yeah. Not to put down ICP too much. No. Yeah. It, you know, I'm cool with the Juggalos. <laughs> Um, well, my Ferguson, uh, I haven't gotten a chance to hate on this band at all, but I really hate them, and, uh, they had an album that year, <laughs> and that would be Fleetwood Mac, uh, hmm. they have an album called Time. Interesting. I just can't stand Fleetwood Mac. Really? Wow. Uh. I hate the way they sound. Huh. Like, even, like, really, like, the older stuff? It's all bad. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't Hot like, take. I don't, I don't like her voice. Um. I mean, I don't, I... God. No, I don't like her voice, and the music's just like, it's got this slimy, um, slippery feel. Yeah. I don't disagree. I just think some of, like, the earliest stuff is, like, it's, like, almost become its own thing. Like, mm. when I hear it, I'm like, this is just, I don't know, it's, like, become a part of the fabric of music reality at this point well, maybe i should check it out maybe i should check it out <laughs> hmm. i wouldn't I say know. yeah i wouldn't say I <clears throat> despise it but i would definitely i think it would be a good something to put on and then just talk over like with amongst your friends so just like not listen to it <laughs> <laughs> ideally yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um justin's favorite album of 95 was rancid uh, mm. and out came and out come the wolves hmm. out come the wolves Anything else music related? No. no. Uh, Liquid Swords by Jizza from mm. Wu Tang. That was out. Raekwon held an album out. Uh, yeah, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> no, good. It was a good, yeah. it's a very good year for uh, oh, yeah. music. Tupac. Tupac and yes. <clears throat> Biggie Smalls. Yep. Yeah, they they both put out something, so that was probably right in the midst of their fighting. Mm. Mm. Real shame. Um. <laughs> Uh, how about songs? Let's just flow yeah, right in. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, my song is In the Meantime, Space Hog. Oh my uh, gosh. Just, so good. Just, uh, it's a phenomenal song. It's one of those, like, weird things where that song is, like, not that I hate their other stuff, but that song is, like, yeah. beyond their it's, other stuff. It's, it's clearly just, their best song. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. It's, like, not a question. Uh, just just phenomenal i don't know that even those just those in that like intro where it's yeah. just those noises yeah. The thing they call me 
listening to it, I'm like, is this my favorite song of 1990? Because like, it is like from the start. It's just a great melody. Um, when we were in, a, we covered that yeah. song. So like, when our when Andrew played drums and I played guitar, uh, one of the first bands we were in, it was like one of the few songs we covered. And that's uh, a good one. Yeah, it's really good. Special song for you. Guys. Yeah, please listen to it if you haven't. I mean, yeah, hard to. Do you know it, Maxie? I don't believe so. I bet you do. All right, Max. What uh, what is your favorite song? That was a great pick. Uh, <laughs> so my favorite song, and I didn't want to do this, and I, I just I told but myself you did it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But I had. Uh, there's just no other song this year that you know is so. Good. But Elliot Smith, Needle in the Hay. Hmm. Needle in the Hay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, just such a beautiful song, and so makes you feel so weird like so uh peaceful but also eerie and yeah. i don't know it was a great song so yeah and that song is used uh in the royal yeah, yeah yeah during one of the more dramatic scenes yeah right when yeah. he uh yeah well i don't want to give it away <laughs> spoiler is lifted uh yeah, spoiler. yeah. wait well that movie came out uh, not quite that long ago <laughs> Not quite 20 not 25 years. years. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. Probably more like 20. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah very good. Yeah, and they use that song perfectly. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a really great song. It opens the album. Um, yeah, it's really powerful. The lyrics are powerful, and let's go. I, I wonder if that album would have uh, been as, I guess, you know, renowned if it didn't start with that song. Hmm. I don't know if the album was renowned at all when it came out. Maybe not when it came out. Yeah. yeah. But looking back, a lot of people. You know, yeah. if, you really like, if you type it in a pitchfork, you know, I'm sure you'll see it. <laughs> great stuff. Yeah, well, that's a good, it's a good pick. It's yeah. got a really beautiful song. Uh, my pick is oh, so I I made a playlist of 1995. It is so good. Um, <laughs> the music that year is so good. The songs, um, but my favorite, I think my I think the best song of that year is 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins. Mm. Yep. Um, just. Uh, I, I, I like the Smashing Pumpkins, and I think their hits are like if you just had take the greatest hits of the Smashing Pumpkins, I think that's like enough. Um, as I've stated on this program, I'm not a big Billy Corgan fan. I, I think he's in that Bruce Willis category of creep. Uh, <laughs> um, but 1979 was just like it's such a cool song. Uh, I think it still holds up really well. Um, it feels. I don't know, like the ultimate kind of chill for like, because Smashing Pumpkins, people went to them kind of for like rock, like yeah. to kind of like really rock out. Yeah. And so it was like the ultimate, like just vibing song. Yeah, really cool. It's a great fit.
Can you link that uh, playlist to everybody, your listeners um, via Instagram? I'm... Oh, via Instagram? You don't use Spotify, do you? I don't. Okay. I know, I'm, I, I'm a heathen. No, I don't. <laughs> I, don't. I can take a picture the of opposite. it. You probably paid for all those songs. Most of them, yeah. I know. I, I know. <laughs> People just shaking their heads right now. <laughs> so 95. <laughs> so 95 of me, I know. On my Napster, I just... <laughs> Space Hog is still downloading from 95. <laughs> Alright. What's a uh, close call? Um, yeah, my close call is Champagne Supernova, mm. Oasis. Um, yeah. I guess my favorite uh, song off the album. Okay. Just... Which came up, oddly enough, yeah, yeah. not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, I don't know what more to say about this. Just a very, for me, it was like, this album is fantastic. Like I love the whole thing, but that was like a capper. Yeah, uh, just love it. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good song. Great, great pick. Um, so I went with uh, Daft Punk's song "Music" with uh, "Music" with a Q U at the end they would um and yeah so this is uh right when this is before daft punk's first album came out which i think their first album was homework in 96 or 7 even and they made these two songs this is one of them and they put it out and the only reason i know this song is this guy uh that i know chase had moved from california to uh he became my neighbor in the fourth grade and you know those Californians they, they're just always up on the newest stuff and he uh, sure. he had showed me this song and I was just like whoa who's this band this is, this is crazy um, I can't believe they've been around that long yeah yeah they were actually uh, they were a band uh, it was those two guys and then the lead singer Phoenix and then wow. they had a band and they got all these reviews they just broke up after their first show Yeah. and that guy went on to make Phoenix and then he, huh. they made Death Punk I bet you he wished oh. he stayed in Daft Punk. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. 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 Although he doesn't have to wear a helmet. No, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my song. It was, it was really cool. Um, it was just, it's just pretty much beats. It's like uh, before they were into, you know, producing like, you know, vocals yeah. or mm-hmm. anything like yeah. that. So. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. Uh, my close call is a song that's been featured twice on uh, this podcast. It was uh, the end credit. Well, I don't know the end song on our first episode and the end song on our hundredth episode. Whoa! So I've actually just started using it as like a big episode end yeah. song, I guess, like a you know an event episode, uh, and it's called "Falling Out of Love" parentheses with you. And that's by the sixth. And if you're a Pete and Pete fan, you know this song uh, all too well as it plays under a lot of Pete and Pete. Um, Phenomenal. I mean, yeah. What can you say? It starts with that. Kind of, it starts with that drum beat, just that standard yeah. beat, and then it's yeah, just great jangling guitars. Um, it's. <laughs> It's not uh, like the most sentimental song. Uh, That's what I like about it, though. Kind of is like the lyrics are in more sentimental than the sound of the song. Yeah, which I like. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. after I put the song at the end of the hundredth episode, which was listeners' favorite episodes, and um, I don't think he'd care that I share this. Chris texted me saying like, "Oh, are you like not liking doing the podcast anymore?" Because <laughs> like usually the songs connect to whatever the theme of the episode is. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about it that way. I just thought, like, I really like this song. Yeah. I'll put it on episodes that are important. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because he was, like, reading into yeah. it. Um, but just a, uh, yeah, phenomenal song. Yeah. Um, 
if, for, for those Pete and Pete completists out there who are looking for music, uh, check out The Six. That's uh, Six T-H-S. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a good one. I mean, great one. Any other songs you want to shout out? Because I have a whole whole big list here. Um, no. Dear Mama by uh, Tupac. <laughs> mm, <nice. laughs> I don't know why I always go That's like okay. That. No, yeah. Yeah. Dear Mama is a good song. Yeah, I thought yeah. Yeah, it was pretty uh, touching for, uh, you know, as hard of a rapper guy that he was. But. Yeah. Um, good. What's your yours? Uh, I mentioned uh, in, in the Meantime by Space Hog. Uh, my favorite, my favorite song off of um, what's the story? Morning Glory is uh, some some might say, mm. um, but uh, don't look back in anger is also one I've always loved. Uh, Good by Better Than Ezra, um, Summerland and Strawberry by Everclear, Head Over Feet by Alanis Morissette was a song. Mm. I have vivid memories of going to Niagara Falls and having the cassette tape and just rewinding and listening to that song hmm. the whole trip. Um, All Right by Supergrass, oh, uh, which is yeah. a really, really fun song. That almost made my list, but... Ah, it's a good one. It is great. Yeah. Uh, Blue by the Jayhawks. Oh, man. I didn't even know that came out this year. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, boy. We're going to have to rethink the whole thing. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. That Batman nice, Forever nice. soundtrack yeah. was... Yeah. Um, this is a call and ecstatic by Foo Fighters. Uh, my favorite song off Elliot Smith's self-titled was uh, "Coming Up Roses," mm. um, which has a little bit. It's more of an upbeat uh, track on the album. "Bad as They Seem" by Hayden, who's a great mm. um, singer-songwriter from Canada. Um, and uh, you might not like it, but uh, <laughs> "One of Us" by Joan Osborne. Oh man! Wow. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that interesting. That could easily song. be a Ferguson. <laughs> oh, that was not your Ferguson. Oh, I'm no, sorry. it's not my Ferguson. Okay. No, it's a close call. These were your close calls. Yeah, these are all close. These are all great songs. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, who you doesn't know, know? You know what? I I was looking online at 1995, and someone had it on their worst of list. Uh-huh. I'm like, let me listen to this, considering it for Ferguson. And when it came out, I'm like, oh, this can't be denied. This is. <laughs> This is too good. <laughs> There's a reason people okay. loved it. Yeah. All right. It's just got a feel. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, well, my Ferguson, I don't hate this, but I wanted to get it mentioned, is Techno Syndrome, parentheses, Mortal Kombat. Oh, no. By, by the Immortals. Oh, no, boo. <laughs> Come on, Max, boo. <laughs> That movie sucked too. <laughs> it's a, oh what? That movie came out this year, right? Yeah, that yeah. movie was great. Yeah, we forgot to mention that. That oh, movie is great. Good. Movie. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, at the I, time, it was like blowing my mind. We but, should do a movie night Mortal Kombat. That could be fun. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. Do it you guys. Uh, <laughs> hey, whatever. This song is so great, though. <laughs> I, I, I love that Max just says he hates this movie. He's like, okay, yeah, that could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the song... Um, you don't like this song? No, I do. And this is why it's my Ferguson. It's like a, you know... I so love it, it so but bad it's, it's good. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just fantastic. I mean, everybody knows it, I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, man, still love it. Like, yeah. I would listen to it... I could imagine listening to it to, like, work out or, like, just pump yourself up over anything. Yeah. Just, like, it's... <laughs> It's very good. For what it's meant to do, it's perfectly <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Great pick for your first. <laughs> uh, this one came to me right away. Didn't take any time. I just knew how much I hated this song. Uh, Seal, Kiss Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Man, do I hate this song. <laughs> A heart of stone, ladies and gentlemen. A heart of stone. I Maybe just you just couldn't relate. Like this song. Maybe not. <laughs> Although, what does it mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, kiss from a rose on a grape. It's one of those songs that I always think of as like, I should hate this, but I don't really. I feel like something about it I, I connect with. <laughs> yeah, man, I just, I don't like the... Very well produced. I don't like the way he sings it. I don't like the way he sings it. I don't like the... In the music video, music. there's some shots of Batman Forever. Yeah, yep. I know. <laughs> well, maybe that's a nice transition. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I like hearing about it. I like hearing it mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Gosh, I hate that song. Right. Um, but I'm sorry. I know that it was one of your uh, close no, no, hey. no. I never take offense. Yeah, really. And I, uh, you know, I maybe Cl- I have a given Clifford. I, I not liking it. Oh, well. <laughs> and Clifford is that the dog? No, Clifford no. is the Martin Short masterpiece. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, my my Ferguson is um, a song called "Back for Good" by Take That. Um, it's it's like uh, the way I would describe it is like whoever was in Take That was super into music in 1990 and 1991, but hadn't made it until 1995. So like the song sounds like it should have come out in 91, but somehow got big in 95. Interesting. Um, yeah, weird song. I like it. I like it as Ferguson. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's catchy, but it's uh, in a way, don't need to really yeah. hear it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, do you know what the top single for this year was? Don't go chasing waterfalls. Oh, sorry. I shockingly know, but it was a similarly popular song. I think I saw that it was one sweet day. <coughs> no. no, Janet I mean, Jackson and Michael Jackson. No, screen. No, screen. Um, now I'm questioning because you're saying this where I got this from, but I got it as Gangsta's Paradise. Oh, Coolio. Could be. I mean, could very could well. That was a very, very popular song that year. And I really like that song. Yeah. There was a movie that used it. Like, yeah. Well. yeah. That, um, With the teacher? Higher Learning, maybe? No, Dangerous Minds. Dang- Dangerous Minds, yeah, yeah. yeah. Higher Learning. <laughs> a school. Sounds good. Us, it know. sounds good. <laughs> um, but boy, Coolio. Yeah, he was cool that year. He was really cool. And, Gang- and Gangster's Paradise was, you know, as just a kid from suburban Ohio, yeah. I felt cool listening to that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can believe that. Um, Justin said his favorite song of 1995 was More Human Than Human by White Zombie. Huh. I don't think I know it. All right. Uh, well, why don't we do music videos? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, mine is of course, of course tonight tonight smashing pumpkins ah, love okay. that video it's always pretty, liked that it's video cool. it's like a remake of the a trip to the moon uh, yeah. that early uh, silent film yeah um, just really I don't know I just remember as a kid like watching that video being like oh man this is so cool I agree with you that that uh, is the best Smashing Pumpkins video that year. It's interesting though because 1979 won the Music Video mm. Award for best video. Mm. Although I think Tonight Tonight is mm. a lot better. Interesting. It's a cool video. Uh, my top music video. I went with uh, Bjork, Army of One or Army of Me. I'm sorry. Mm. 
really wild video. It's uh, it opens up and she's on this like uh, tractor trailer, like uh, driving, but it's like almost set in uh, Blade Runner. It's like this weird looking tractor trailer. She gets out and then goes into the doctor's office and it's like uh, all these people watching her. And then the doctor comes out, but it's like this uh, ape. And like this ape is just like looking in her mouth and like opening her up and everything. And just mm. like, uh, just really bizarre as you know, a lot of her yeah. visual stuff is. Yeah. I don't remember this video though at all. I no, didn't I don't either, either really. but I found it. <laughs> it was, it was nice. weird, <laughs> but it was very cool. So, uh, yeah, Bjork's one of those people I've always, uh, I've always enjoyed, uh, you know, what she does uh, from afar. Never really got into it, but I appreciate it. That's yeah, the word I'm yeah. Cool. I feel that. Uh, my favorite music video of 1995 was Just by Radiohead. Mm. Um, and if you're not familiar with this one, it's really cool. Left a really big impact on me as a kid. Um, Radiohead's playing in an apartment. Um, and then down on the street, there's a guy walking, and he just lays down in the sidewalk, in the median. Oh, yeah. um, and someone walks up, and the whole music plays out just through captions of the characters yeah. talking. And he said, like, why are you laying down? And the guy says, I can't tell you. And so more people start crowding around this guy trying to figure out why he won't get up. A cop comes trying to figure out why this guy won't get up. And throughout the video, Tom York's looking out the window at kind of like what's happening. And it's also a great video for Tom York of really letting out like his weird, like you start seeing kind of those weird Tom York tendencies um, while he's singing. But uh, just how the video plays out, like I rewatched it just recently for this and it still kind of gave me chills. Um, I don't want to spoil what happens, um, but uh, it's just kind of like I like the idea of a music video where it's almost like a mini movie playing yeah. out during it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that's fantastic. like a Twilight Zone almost. Yes. Like this guy's laying on he. This guy knows something nobody else knows, which has caused him just to lay down in the street, and everybody needs to know what it yeah. is. Interesting. Yeah, that's a really good video. Really good song too. Yeah, I mean, great just song. Very good. It's a real rocker. Around. Yeah. Um. Well. My close call is keep their heads ringing, Dr. Dre. <laughs> oh man, uh, just such a ridiculous video. He's like, I'm not sure I know the video, but the song immediately, you know, starts playing in my head. He, I did want to mention it just in general. That song, great. Um, but he uh, is like presiding over this jailbreak and like helping the prisoners escape on a plane at the end. It's just like a very over the top, like not perfect '90s yeah. video. Uh, so, love it. Okay, cool. Um, I didn't have a close call, but I think I'll go with the uh, Scream music video for Jack Michael Jackson. Jackson. Michael Jackson. Mm. Yeah, if you got the 30 black minutes and, on your hand. Black and white, <laughs> just uh, great dancing, you know. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say who doesn't love Michael Jackson, but I just watched that uh, documentary on him, yeah. so I got... I'm sure a lot of people don't. And, and you? I feel a lot differently about... Uh, 95 was a, a year that I... There's an album that came out from Michael Jackson, the volume of his greatest mm-hmm. hits. This is probably my most listened to album of that year, and I'm not going to mention him in my top albums because mm. of it. Well, you just kind of did. So, well. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry. No, nope. broke your mic. Max, but, nobody is associating you with Michael Jackson. But, uh... Just Sharon great, Stone. Yeah, so I uh, just... Um, so... Like I said, I don't have a close call. Okay. Uh, mine, um, Jason brought this group up um, at some point, The Far Side, mm. um, and they had a really cool video from that year called Drop. 
Um, and now I feel like people would kind of maybe watch it and roll their eyes because the you know wouldn't be novel. But like um, it plays out. It looks like they're moving forward, but you can tell they've recorded it backwards. Um, and so they're, like, moving through this city kind of, like, in a weird motion. And, like, there's all this cool stuff that happens. Like, at, it's one shot. It looks one like one oh, shot. Cool. Um, and there's all this cool stuff that happens, including, like, painting on the camera lens. And it's, a, it's just a, mm. it's a good song, uh, Drop, and uh, it's a really cool-looking video. Far side. Interesting. I don't know it, but I'll check it out. I'd like to check yeah, that out. Yeah, cool. Um, I do not have a Ferguson for this. Oh, I do. Just, okay, good, good. <laughs> do you? I do, yeah. Oh, good, okay. Uh, okay, okay. Seal, Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> You're an idiot. Just opening the... <laughs> Gosh, you man, just... You are an idiot. The opening of that video with the bat car going down a tunnel, and then you, you go, they pan up a building, and then it's Seal next to the bat symbol. Yeah, it's check, like, check, check. Ah, it's just like... <laughs> Golly. And then they just show clips from the movie and him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, I love it. So, that was my uh, Ferguson. I love it. My nice. apologies. Yeah, no, no. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, my Ferguson video is Sugar Ray. Uh, mean Machine. This is before mm. Sugar Ray's famous, and they're trying to be like punk rockers. Mm. And this video stinks. Uh, <laughs> the song is even. Oh, I almost picked the song for Ferguson because it also really stinks. Um, but it's just so. Uh, I can't. It, it's gross. It's it's, it's Sugar Ray <laughs> trying to be so cool. Uh, hmm. And um, it's, I don't know it. Uh, uh, I'll have to search this one out yeah. too. Don't. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you're not familiar with Sugar Ray pre like Mega Pop, right. it'll blow your mind. Like, because they're trying to be kind of like a, I don't know, like, tough. Uh, yeah, like they're tr- like almost like a rancid, or hmm. like oh, wow. they're trying to really rock hard, and it and it doesn't work. <laughs> um, Did he have frosted tips? Uh, I th- I definitely think so. Yes, I think he had frosted tips. Uh, anything else? Music videos? No. Oh, well, I mean, Waterfalls, we didn't really mention, I guess. Yeah. But that was a big music video of that year. Yeah. yeah. Loved that song. I wasn't a huge fan of the video, but hmm. it was on a lot. Yeah. That video was on a lot. Yeah, it was. Uh, books? Uh, yeah, mine is High Fidelity by Nick Hornby. Uh, hmm. Fantastic book. Um, great movie, but uh, really good book. Just, um, I don't know if you're like a collector or like like to get into like the minutia of this of like music or like anything really uh it's a i think you could uh relate to the book and the character in it good i haven't read it hmm. uh like the movie yeah so. it's very similar to the movie okay yeah. yeah sounds good um i actually haven't seen that movie and melissa's oh, pretty mad boy. about it come on so that's another one I need to see. That didn't come out in Fantastic. 95, did it? The mo- no, I don't think the movie did. Okay, but, good. Um, <laughs> books for me, I, uh, I put my number one as Shocker on Shock Street by R.L. Stein. Mm, okay. I just remember that one being the R.L. Stein book that I, I remember the cover very well. Yeah. I enjoy the story. And then uh, there was a song in 2009 by a band called Dr. Acua. Um, and they did a, a, a song about it. So, hmm. um, yeah, I'm not sure if I ever read that one. I don't, I know I like, I can visualize yeah. it, but I don't think I read it either. They moved to a new town is their dad is like, uh, 
working on this like kind of carnival thing, and then there's these big creatures. Hmm. I I haven't read it in a very long time, yeah. so I can't tell you the whole thing. Sounded pretty good. Yeah, and I hope that's correct. I like the I said title for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, I went with um, Lincoln by mm. uh, David Herbert Donald. It's um, a pretty um, definitive biography on Abraham Lincoln. Really? It's um, not for someone looking. I would not recommend it to someone looking to learn about Lincoln for the first time. Because uh, it's like really written in a way that... Uh, it's written... I, it's, it's hard to describe. It's very detailed. Um, anyway, I love Abraham Lincoln. I love learning about Abraham Lincoln. And uh, I think hmm. it's the Lincoln book. But I, I get like I, I wouldn't go in blind. Yes. All right. Interesting. It's a little bit of a challenging. That's yeah, the way to put it. Yeah. It's a challenging style of writing. Okay. But it's a it's a cool book. Lincoln. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, my close call is Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes, also by R. L. <laughs> oh, Stein. Yeah. This yeah. might. Be, I don't know if I ever read that one. This might be my favorite all time Goosebumps book. Uh, I just wow. distinctly remember reading it and loving it, like just being totally into it. The lawn gnomes come to life and you know wreak havoc kind of the only thing i can think of now is that last movie where like they're all uh, over the place the real wacky. oh yeah yeah no i i still haven't seen that but okay I, um but i loved this book just is that one where you pick your ending no this was not one of those okay before that yes but i did read some of those and they, yeah they were good those are those are cool yeah. uh so this is a book that i have not read but my wife has, and she's told me a lot about it, and uh, it's helped our, you know, relationship. It's called hmm. uh, the Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Hmm. A lot of people use it in marriage counseling. Uh-huh. So, um, it's, you know, I know that we don't have the same love languages, and uh, it just helps me know hers a little bit better. So everybody nice. has their own love language. Yeah, I think there's like five or so. You know, <laughs> or so. I, you know, like I said, I haven't read the book. <laughs> Just, What's your love language? Um, I think there's like touch. There's um, probably just I don't know the love languages, but uh, I just know that it's helped us. All right, so love languages, okay. Interesting for all those listeners out there looking to find out what they're what they are. Yeah, it's great. Try to connect better to your significant other. Yeah, for sure. You want to know what my love language is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Putting on a little seal. <laughs> just seal. For... Just seal. <laughs> love language seal. That's the it's sixth a whole chapter. Love language. Yeah. It's, a whole chapter. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the lyrics from <laughs> Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> Kisses and Roses. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> My Ferg- or wait no 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 my close call is it came from beneath the sink mm. uh, by Errol Stein. Uh, I don't know it's a like it's a lesser goosebumps for sure but um, it really fascinated with me it fascinated me I think it's because I did the kitchen so often that like I you know sponges yeah. were important in my yeah. life <laughs> uh, so yeah um, definitely an interesting one yeah um, I don't have a Ferguson for this nor do I nor do I okay uh, but I will have you guys guess the top oh book or the lo- the book that was longest on the bestseller list of this year you'll never guess it okay so i should probably just tell you <laughs> yeah. uh it's called the celestine prophecy by james redfield um 
Mm-hmm. I read the synopsis. It sounds actually pretty interesting. Like some this guy's spiritual journey through his life or whatever. Um, it sounds kind of interesting, okay. but I never heard of it before no, this. Huh. Cool. Well, uh, should we finish out with interesting events? Let's do it. Um, mine is the f- nineteen ninety five. The first planet outside of our solar system was discovered. Oh, cool. Nineteen ninety five. I mean, that it was like pretty insane. recently. Yeah. Wow. And now it's like I'm guessing yeah. they had been able to speculate. I guess so. Existed outside, but yeah, the actual discovery of the Haute Provence Observatory. It lies in the middle of this hilly landscape, close to the village of Saint Michel Observatoire in the south of France. It's here that two Swiss scientists made one of the most exciting discoveries in the history of astronomy. They found the first planet outside our solar system. Not even in their greatest flights of fancy had they dared to hope for this. Uh, that yeah. kind of makes me want to just crazy. to that one. That's I'm better sorry. than what I have. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. Um, man, what should I go with? So we're talking about like our top events. Yeah. yeah. Well, this isn't like a good one. Um, Could be a Ferguson then. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so here, I'll, I'll go with this. Um, top event, the uh, Dayton Agreement which mm. is the end of the Bosnian War. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. that happened right down the road from us at the uh, yeah. Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. In Dayton. In Dayton, yeah. December 14th. I'm pleased to announce that the parties in Bosnia have agreed to a ceasefire to terminate all hostile military activities. Um, yeah, very weird. Yeah. Yeah, and what's really crazy is that, at least in my area, there's so many Croatian and Bosnian uh, immigrants. Yeah. So huh. a lot of people were kind of fleeing that town and, for sure one of my best friends is croatian yeah yeah my one of my best friends growing up was this one. Hmm. Oh wow so uh, so yeah i thought that was kind of cool yeah but, really interesting i wonder how dayton ohio got picked right pat i mean it's a military it's an air force base closest one to <laughs> bosnia and croatia i don't know maybe yeah. maybe boris yeltsin really <laughs> dug dayton <laughs> Um, I went with uh, the founding of eBay and Match.com. And now the end is near, and so I face the final bidding. From A to Z, from there to here, I shop the world, all while I'm sitting brand new and collectibles. Thank you. On the information superhighway, you'll save more and find things like this when you do it easy. For what is a man? What has he got? If not a username, um, equally, I think, influential in society, yeah. eBay really, I mean, Amazon was founded earlier, but I feel like eBay really got out there quickly as like, yeah. you can sell things with people over the internet, you can buy and sell. And that's obviously a huge staple of human culture now. Um, and then Match.com, because of the positive, hopefully positive influences <laughs> had over people finding love in their life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, certainly we know that a lot of people have been married because of it, and uh, that seems like a good thing. Maybe someone out there listening is uh, using it. Yeah. yeah. Nice I, w- I wonder if, um, I know 95 is when the uh, it was like the internet was privatized, so maybe mm. that's because... Oh. government wasn't helping out anymore maybe so people really just start better yeah yeah 
more leeway and more yeah. uh, room to I wonder what match.com though in 1995 looked like <laughs> it's just like <laughs> just like two boxes yeah, where it's like hello <laughs> 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 I female. <laughs> um, all right, nice. Yeah. Uh, well, my close call was Nick in Nick in the afternoon beginning. Okay. All right. That I mean that's an amazing one, but yeah. uh, yeah. um, mine's kind of like an easy one. Just Windows ninety five. I just mm. Windows ninety five. Yeah. I remember more than ninety eight. Or it was a big deal. XP. Yeah, it was. It was like you know, real deal inter- like technology. Yeah, actually in our house. It was like the it's... first time where you could definitely like get this. Yeah, like everybody who got onto this uh, operating system was like, "Oh, I get how to use this." Yeah, yeah. pretty big. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, um, I think Melissa spoiled that last week when she was on that. That would happen. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, Windows 95 is a huge deal. I remember how exciting that was. Um, I got a couple here. Uh, It's just a good year. Uh, I have the advent of the DVD. This is DVD. And this is what happens when you watch DVD. It's a movie on a disc the size of a CD. The picture is twice as sharp as VHS. The sound is infinitely clearer. It looks and sounds like you're at the movies, but you can experience it at home. Not to mention, you can watch it in widescreen, listen to audio commentary, choose from features like director's notes, behind-the-scenes footage, trailers, and more. Watch a movie right on your computer. Rent or buy oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. First year for DVDs. Uh, I have Casper, um, the movie, being the first fully CGI character oh. used in a movie. Like huh. a wow. title character yeah. who is fully just CGI, uh, which is kind of a very important thing as yeah. far as like 50% of movies, the characters are CGI now. They screwed it up for all of well, us. Kind of. I hate CGI. <laughs> I, I actually thought about putting it in Ferguson because I hate CGI characters, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then a local one, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame opened oh, in 95. 95. Wow. Wow. Nice. So kind of cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Ferguson? Yeah, my Ferguson is the final Calvin and Hobbes comic strip. I saw that. Being uh, published. Bill Watterson. Yeah. By 1995, Calvin and Hobbes was one of the most popular comics in the world, syndicated in over 2,400 newspapers worldwide, with more than 24 million copies of the 14 book collections having been sold. And it was at that point, with all that success, that Watterson decided to call it quits. In November of 1995, and at the age of only 38 years old, Watterson announced his retirement from creating Calvin and Hobbes comics, stating publicly, I will be stopping Calvin and Hobbes at the end of this year. This was not a recent or easy decision, and I leave with some sadness. My interests have shifted, however, and I believe I've done what I can do within the constraints of daily deadlines and small panels. I am eager to work at a more thoughtful pace with fewer artistic compromises. I have not yet decided on future projects. The last strip appeared on December 31st, 1995, with the last panel showing the little boy and his tiger best friend setting down a snowy hill, with Calvin exclaiming, Let's go exploring. Great, great Lo- strip. Local. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yep, he lives nice. He lives around here somewhere. Nobody knows where. <laughs> really? Yeah, for real. I He's love a, it. Yeah. 
I might even know him without knowing th- it. <laughs> so, not too long ago, I was out, and uh, I saw a guy at um, was at a coffee shop. I just stared at him the whole time. I'm like, that's him. That's, that's Bill Watterson. Like, that looks kind of how I think Bill Watterson would look, because I don't think there's been a picture of him yeah. in, like, 25, 30 years. Um, well, we know what well, he did look like, yeah. you know, but it's been a while. Interesting. So if you just did a Google yeah, yeah. search with his name and this year, you wouldn't see like a. There's a few Anyways, people like sorry. that, like so reclusive that, or you know, I'm yeah. calling them reclusive, but like have so well avoided uh, getting their pictures taken or whatever in the mainstream that they're. We don't know what they really look like today. Yeah, and there was uh, some stories that like he would go into. Um, bookstores not too far hmm. from here and he would like sign copies oh, so, like, wow. oh that's awesome and, like, that is so yeah. cool. he'd sign it um so yeah i hope he's doing good yeah <laughs> but that is a bummer yeah Calvin yeah one of my ending yeah it's a shame yeah um yeah so uh i went with the oklahoma city mm. bombing mm-hmm. yeah, by, yeah. Uh, timothy mcveigh yeah and uh so i didn't realize how devastating this was like to the just surrounding area yeah um, i was looking up so 16 blocks were damaged mm-hmm. and 259 buildings needed to repair all the glass wow like that's just crazy yeah. um yeah and then 652 million dollars worth of damage just from that yeah that one thing. yeah i just can't imagine getting that much force into something in yeah. of a truck and uh like kind of the repercussions as a, like societal repercussions um yeah. 95 i know that like a lot of like think a lot of people think like september 11th is when a lot of like the hard security stuff started but 95 uh, okc bombing was a huge part of that like shutting down like parts of washington like used to be able to drive in front of the white house and after that that's when they officially shut off that area hmm. and um so yeah it had a ripple effect you know what uh, i didn't know about this until as i was researching this was um that he, like the reason why he did this apparently was a reaction to the Waco siege, yeah. uh, the, a reaction to the government's reaction to that, yeah. which is a, just a real crazy, interesting yes. like, like interlocking a, of like events. Like a crazy thing on top of a crazy yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah. It was a, um, and you, I remember that pretty vividly from a kid just being like one of the first major things in the country where I was like, whoa. Yeah. I didn't know, like, this type of evil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a Ferguson. Uh, my Ferguson is uh, the heat wave of 1995 that swept mm. through the United States, um, claiming over 3,000 people. Um, oh. So uh, temperatures exceeded, um, like, in some places in the United States, well into the hundreds for over five days. Um the research I had said that over 750 people in Chicago alone die from the heat wave. And that actually, I think, happened pretty close, not too far after the OKC bombings, because I just remember like the news being like real negative that summer um, is from both of those things. But I remember hearing the news about that and like being kind of fascinated that I'm still kind of like the idea of just heat. Like, it's and in, no matter how many tech, like technological advances we make, like, if you're yeah. stuck in heat, you are. <laughs> it doesn't crazy. matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So the heat wave. Hmm. Hmm. Well, heat wave. Good. Good. Uh, way to transition into the summer. 
Yeah, we're here. Heat wave of 95. <laughs> we're, and here we are. Uh, it's getting hot. Yeah. Feels. The, the trees are in bloom. Ugh, feels like a relief. Yeah. Well, frankly. but before we, uh, before we get into the summer, I got to do a quick sports recap sure. of 95. Oh, sure. <laughs> Ooh, I'd love to hear that. Do you know who wins uh, the NBA title? The Bulls, right? They do not. Whoa, they won 72 and 10 that year, right? Isn't that the year? Uh, isn't Jordan playing baseball this year? Because the finals is Houston versus Orlando. Okay, oh, well... Uh, <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, <laughs> I'm okay. completely dead then. No, that's yeah. all right. It's all right. Uh, the, the Houston Rockets sweep the Orlando Magic to win uh, the title. Interesting, that's right. And um, Major League Baseball? Come on, 95? Indians versus... <gasps> Mariners? Marlins? No, no, that's 97. Dang it. <laughs> uh, it's the Indians versus the Braves, and mm. uh, the Braves win 4-2. Uh, the Super Bowl that year, the uh, San Francisco 49ers uh, defeat the San Diego Chargers 49-26. to hmm. And the Stanley Cup is won by uh, the Devils, the New Jersey Devils. They beat the Red Wings uh, in a sweep. Hmm. Wow. So, a little bit about uh, American sports. You know, someone, uh, a couple people from overseas have started maybe, or Ooh. started messaging us a little bit. So I realized that this is very American centric. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, I realized that um, Nickelodeon wasn't the same for people oh. overseas. So one guy in particular, shout out to Russell Warfield, who like kind of just mentioned that, uh, you know, some of the stuff we're talking about, like Pete and Pete didn't air on Nickelodeon oh, in the UK. So really? he's never seen it. Um, Whoa, that's a shame. And, and, but then a lot of stuff was like, he was mentioning like Sister Sister was Nickelodeon oh, huh. in the UK. And so it's just a lot of weird mixing. Yeah. So hmm. I guess we'd never had really had to consider yeah. uh, that. But um, it almost, he, he and I were saying like, it would almost be interesting to do a UK, Nickelodeon in the UK to yeah. see like what their version yeah, was. Definitely. Uh, that would be cool. Great name too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is a cool name. Um, but uh, 1995, formidable. Yeah, uh, a lot happened that year. I don't know if it's 95 or 94. Uh, it's the bigger year. I think 94 still is the bigger year. But I feel like 95 is the peak of the hill. In 96, I'm going to discover that things are starting to go downhill. I do have a sense that it's downhill in 96. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm excited to listen. <laughs> Maybe we're wrong. It's possible. Yeah, it's it's definitely possible. Um, but yeah, that wraps up uh, ninety five. Um, Quite a year. Yeah, we'll Quite get we'll get to ninety six and yeah. one of these days. A couple years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about now that summer is upon us? Well, we thought this might be a good opportunity to look at a show that we haven't talked too much about. Well. And crazy kids. Wild and crazy me. kids. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. We haven't talked. To, we haven't dedicated any episode. Yeah. Uh, We've mentioned it a little bit. Yeah. But uh, it'll be interesting to look at it. Like, yeah. Directly. And, and we haven't picked the particular episode we're gonna take yeah. a look at. Uh, but once we do, we'll we'll share a link with you guys and see what you think. Um, but that'll be fun. Wild and yeah. crazy kids. Yeah. Sure. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. We're on Gmail at Orange Couch Podcast at gmail at gmail uh, You can hear us on Podbean. You can hear us on iTunes. Leave us a review. That's really helpful. Tell a friend. That's really helpful. And speaking of friends, 
<laughs> Max. Oh, uh, well, you know, it's always such a pleasure to be here. Um, had a great time. This was definitely the hardest episode I think I've ever mm. uh, had to prepare for. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It's You guys make it look so easy, but it's, it's not. You guys put in a lot of work. And it shows by, you know, everybody that just loves you guys. You're doing a great thing for the community. And uh, just thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> this whole, the whole time you were talking, I was just staring. Max is wearing a shirt with uh, five fish on a line, and it says, hooked on my grandkids. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a great shirt. It's a good one, yeah. Hey, thanks. Um, <laughs> Well, it's been a pleasure having you. Yeah, I mean, I, this is a great, uh, great to hear your varying opinions on this stuff. And, and listeners yeah. like you, Max. They they pick they picked you for a writing episode when you're on. Uh, You've I won know. multiple naming episodes. I know. Yeah. Even when Melissa steals your names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I. Um, yeah, I just I love coming on here, and um, I can't wait for next time. And I maybe we can verse each other on. Uh, Something we were talking about earlier. What was, what was it we were disagreeing on? Something. Seal. We definitely disagreed <laughs> on seal. But uh, yeah, we'll verse sometime. Yeah, yeah that would be, be fun. Yeah, that would be yeah. good. Yeah. But uh, thanks again, and I hope uh, I hope to see you guys again soon. Yeah, us too for sure. Well, uh, <laughs> we hope we'll see you all next episode. <laughs> Melissa loves Die Hard with a Vengeance. When I was young, that was my favorite of the Die Hard. Wow. Man, this 95 mix is banging.